we all make mistakes because we didn't know better because we didn't have the experience usually we make a choice that ends up taking us in, into a situation where we don't want to be but it's not about the mistake the quote-unquote mistake it's about the correction that you make do you correct yourself and how fast do you do you correct yourself so that you get back in balance and balance is in everything right if you eat too much you get fat if you don't eat enough you lose too much weight and get unhealthy you can be in an unhealthy weight if you exercise too much you get injured you overtrain it's not healthy if you don't exercise enough, that's not healthy either. It's about maintaining this balance and, and correcting your course when you're off. What's up, my friend? I'm health expert Ted Rice, and today I'm coming to you from Phuket, Thailand. Next, in just a few days, I'll be headed off to Penang, Malaysia for a week and going to indulge in some Indian and Chinese food, really looking forward to uh, the Malaysian cuisine. But I'm super excited to bring this episode to you today because it's another Real Talk Friday episode. And if you've been enjoying these, I've got a special one for you today because I'm no longer the same person uh, from three days ago. I am now a certified open water diver and scuba diver. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the lessons that I learned doing the scuba diving course, the things that came to my mind, and how they relate to all of our lives. So really excited about this one because it was an incredible experience. Now, if you're new to this show, Legendary Life is all about clearing up health and fitness confusion by breaking down science-based information on how to lose fat, prevent disease, and live a longer, healthier life. So if that's what you're interested in, you're in the right place. Today is going to be a little bit more personal. I call it Real Talk Friday. And this is where we dive a little bit deeper and talk about personal experiences. I'm going to talk about personal experiences either from people I've been working with or from my own life. And with the aim of giving you some type of practical advice or mindset shift. So let's jump right into it. I want to tell you the story of how I got into diving in the first place. So 18 years ago, in my 20s, I had the amazing opportunity to go to Tahiti, which is in French Polynesia. It's very far away from the United States. And it was an incredible experience. I don't know how I happened across that opportunity. And it wasn't even that expensive to go at the time. It was a few thousand for the event that I was attending, where I hung out with Paul Check, who's a, a guy who is kind of gaining popularity again. He's been on Ben Greenfield's show and a couple other shows. Well, I was hanging out with that dude before any of them, and I spent a lot of time with him and even got to hang out with him in Tahiti during this fitness conference. And one of the things that I ended up doing was I tried scuba diving because I tried a bunch of water sports, but scuba diving, you had to pay for it. And it was one of the it was supposed to be an incredible experience, so I went for it. And let me tell you, it blew me away. As soon as I got in the water on my first dive, I shouldn't even be saying this, but they took us a lot deeper than really what you should take people on a discover scuba situation. But we, we went a lot deeper. I don't remember the guy's names or you know what 
anything like that, or even the name of the the place that I stayed. But I saw sharks. There were a lot of sharks actually, just right away once you jumped in. But it was incredible. It was beautiful. You could see to the bottom. It blew me away the experience so much so that I was thinking about getting a tattoo there, getting a tribal tattoo from the Polynesian people because it's pretty impressive what they do. The fire dances and the tribal tattoos are really cool. You can see The Rock. Dwayne Johnson has a a really cool Polynesian tattoo or Maori tattoo. And instead, I went for the experience because, yeah, I'd have that tattoo on me today and I wasn't even sure if I would still want it in a while, but it seemed like a cool thing to do. But instead, I went for the experience and did the diving. And I ended up diving three times, and it was just incredible. So what happened? Well, I said, you know what? As soon as I get back to the States, I'm going to become a diver. This is going to be a thing that I do. And that was, I say 18 years ago, but it was, yeah, probably about 18 or 19 years ago. And what happened? 18 years later, I'm getting certified now. Okay. So that's what happens. That's what happens when we put things off. We get excited about something, then lose the opportunity through the years because life gets in our way. Things happen. And if you don't commit and take the opportunity and really follow through with it, you end up getting certified 18 years later. And I'm going to talk about that, the importance of that towards the end of this episode. But what I want to start by telling you is just a little bit about what happened during the the trip. So it was incredible. I got, I I was doing a one-on-one experience. So I was the only person, there were a bunch of people on the diving boat, but I was the only one with this particular dive master. And it, again, I practice what I preach. One-on-one instruction is the way to go if you want the best instruction. So I leveled up my diving skills like never before. I should say this. I did go diving in Cancun, but with the Discover Scuba, you never get to go to the good places because you simply don't have the skills. All the good places are deeper and have a stronger current, so you really need to know what you're doing. So there's some really awesome diving in Cancun. Wasn't able to do it there but I finally got it handled. I passed my test. I passed all the skills. And we went to three different islands, Rachanoi, Rachayoi, and uh, well, I guess four four different, no, six different, <laughs> five or six different islands. One of them was just a bunch of rocks with a little lighthouse on it. And I mean little lighthouse, not one of those ones that you typically probably picture in your mind when you hear lighthouse. So amazing. It was just incredible, especially in the PP Islands. If you ever get to Phuket, Thailand, and you're into diving, you probably know about it already. If you're interested in diving, it's uh, just incredible. And on top of that, there's one of the top diving spots in the world in the Similan Islands. And now I have a new goal before I leave Thailand in about a month to go and make that happen for myself because it's one of the top 10 spots in the entire world. Think about that. One of the top 10 spots in the entire world, but I need to be an advanced diver. So I need to do my advanced certification to go do it. And which brings me to the first lesson that I'm going to talk about is growth comes from pushing the edges of your comfort zone. 
So many times we wonder why we're not having the experience of life that we want. And it's really obvious if we stop and think about it. If we're doing the things that we're comfortable doing, we get stuck in a rut. You get to the point where, yeah, there's, you know, it may be challenging to do your job. It may be challenging to raise your kids. It may be challenging to keep the spark alive in your relationship. But those things, they're not uncomfortable for you. You are very familiar with them. And that's part of the problem that you're dealing with. What I'm talking about here is being uncomfortable. And how interesting is it that what stops us from being uncomfortable is that it brings up discomfort in us. Or let's say you're going to go diving. You think about it. You're like, oh my God, I don't want to drown. How am I going to breathe through this thing? How am I going to swim around? And all the equipment, it's just overwhelming. But the truth is, whether diving is your thing or not, whether you have any interest in it or not, which I highly recommend it, if you have any interest, definitely definitely just go for it because it'll challenge you in a way that you won't be able to challenge yourself on land. And we think being afraid is a bad thing or uncomfortable is a bad thing. But the truth is, especially with diving, being overconfident is a bad thing. Being too complacent is a bad thing. And so having a little bit of fear is a good thing. Having a little bit of challenge or discomfort is actually a good thing because the excitement, the discomfort or the fear leads to excitement once we overcome it. And I'm using words to describe this right now, but it's a feeling. It's a feeling we get. It's a feeling of being alive. Then all of a sudden, nothing else in our life has changed, but we've gone through an experience where we push the edges of our comfort zone. We came back victorious. All the things that we were afraid of, that we thought were going to happen, they didn't happen because most of our fears are irrational. Most of what we're afraid of, you know, we, we're afraid of diving, but we get in our car every day. We're afraid of flying in an airplane, but we're, we, let our, we eat too much and don't exercise when we know that heart disease is the biggest killer of people, period. So it's all these irrational fears that we have. And I also want to tell you about this. I mentioned my previous dives. One thing that happened in Cancun was that I was diving I think I dived two or three times there doing the Discover Scuba. And at one point I was like, man, you know what? This is boring. And I had a, an idea that, you know, all the good diving was being held away from me because I wasn't stepping up to challenge myself and commit to doing my certification. So I could go dive. Now I can dive. I'm certified to dive to 18 meters. When I do the advanced certification, I'll be certified to dive to 30 meters. So 18 meters is, you know, around 60 feet. Oh, I'm sorry. 40 meters is with the advanced certification, which is, you know, somewhere in the hundreds. <laughs> You'll have to do the conversion there. But I got bored in Cancun doing a dive. It was cool. It was okay. But it was like, eh, whatever. It was cool. It was better than sitting around at the pool. Or sitting on the beach, sipping pina coladas, which a lot of people get stuck doing in Cancun, just doing a lot of the same thing that they would do at home, but now they're just in front of a nice pool or a beach and just getting unhealthy and not challenging themselves at all. 
But here I was, and I was doing slightly better than them, but I still wasn't challenging myself. And so I wanted the challenge. And that's what I got during this trip because my last day of diving, I did three days. One day is in the pool. Second day is some preliminary dives. They were cool, but it was slightly better than Cancun. And then with the last day, we went to PP Islands. There's, I think, nine different islands or something like that, or a few different, sorry, I think there's three or four uh, different islands, not nine. And we went to the, and it was incredible. Oh, wow. We were deep. I went to 18 meters. There was a, a shipwreck. There was coral. There, there was just all types of sea life. There was a strong current that I had to swim into. And it was incredible. So much so that I was a little socially anxious on the boat. I hadn't slept well because you wake up early to do these things. And had to get picked up in this ride for about 45 minutes, picking up some other people and then ending up at the pier, Shalong Pier, the south of Phuket. And, you know, it gets a little annoying after a while, but it balances it out if you have an amazing time. And my last dives, they were so incredible, especially the last one where I was swimming against this strong current. It was exciting. And there's all types of things that you can do with diving. You can dive wrecks. You can dive at night. You can do so many things with diving. There's all types of ways to challenge yourself. And what I love about diving is it's a really, you may be a great swimmer, but it doesn't have to do with swimming. It's not about powering through. It's about finesse. Of course, you you should be in shape. And actually, people who are out of shape we don't like to talk about this, right? But, you know, it's like, no, listen, that's fat shaming. But listen, if you're fat, you're going to have a, a more a time. If you're overweight, if you're at a high risk weight, you're going to have a harder time diving because you will not just functionally, but you can have problems as a result of being so unhealthy. Okay. That's what they tell you in the course. <laughs> that's what I wanted to tell you. That's a little bit of a tangent, but you know, I always got to bring in the health and fitness stuff. So what I want to tell you is I felt like such a sense of accomplishment. And really, that's just a word I'm using. The feeling I felt amazing is what I really should say. Felt amazing. I still feel amazing. I came back, I was glowing. I feel like I've had a week vacation, like an amazing not a vacation, not a vacation that you need a vacation from because you ate too much and drank too much. I'm talking about like a life-changing, perspective-shifting vacation. That's what I feel like I came back from. So that never will happen unless you're pushing the edges of your comfort zone. And the second thing I want to talk about is that so many of us get upset with where we are in life or the direction that we're heading. And what I want to tell you is we're always off course in life. And when you're diving, you're always off course. It's not being off course in life that matters. What really matters is the corrections. Do you correct them and do you correct them quickly? For example, in diving, the goal is to remain in this, to have the right amount of weight and the right amount of air, right? You have air in this vest that you wear, and then you have weights around you. Why do you do that? Well, the what you want to do is have the right amount, at least starting out on the dive, so that 
you can easily move up and down by using your breath. So when you breathe in, you start to float up. And then when you breathe out, you float down. And when you have the right amount of weight on you and the right amount of air in that vest, you see all those divers wear, and, and that's why they wear the weights, by the way, in case you don't know that much about diving, you can get back on course easily. The thing is, when you're diving, the conditions are constantly changing. So when you go deeper, it changes your needs. When you start to run lower on air, that changes your ability to control yourself in the water. So what do you do? You adjust the amount of air in your vest to compensate for it. And you use your lungs. So you're constantly off course and bumping around. And the, the more skilled you get at diving, the less off course you get. And so many of us end up off course in life. And we have such issues about it. Like this shouldn't be happening. Everything was going perfect until this thing happened. My day was going awesome until the flat tire happened. The, you know, so many things happen and that's just part of life. And it becomes really obvious when you're diving, you're just off course and you got to correct because you're in the moment. But so many of us, we let the left brain take over and start to create stories about how we're losers and how, you know, start the shame cycle where we feel like we're not good people or we're not smart people. If I was so smart, then how come I do all these dumb things? And the truth is, you know, we all do things. I don't like to use that word dumb. We all make mistakes. Some things are dumb, <laughs> right? But we all make mistakes, because we didn't know better, because we didn't have the experience usually, we make a choice that ends up taking us in, into a situation where we don't want to be. But it's not about the mistake, the quote unquote mistake. It's about the correction that you make. Do you correct yourself? And how fast do you, do you correct yourself so that you get back in balance? And balance is in everything, right? If you eat too much, you get fat. If you don't eat enough, you lose too much weight and get unhealthy. You can be in an unhealthy weight. If you exercise too much, you get injured, you overtrain, it's not healthy. If you don't exercise enough, that's not healthy either. It's about maintaining this balance and, and correcting your course when you're off. But so many of us, again, we have this culture of shame where we shame ourselves mostly. <laughs> we talk about, you know, shaming culture, but we're all, we're, we all feel so much shame about who we are or what, what our choices are in life. And it really doesn't have to do about that at all. I mean, feeling a little bit of guilt because you're like, oh, I really shouldn't have done that. And then just correcting versus shame, which is feeling like you're a bad person because of what you did. And for the vast majority of us, we're not bad people. We're not dumb people. We may have done something dumb. We have made, made a mistake, but we can easily course correct. So if you're off course in life right now, don't internalize it. Don't shame yourself. Just correct it and correct it as fast as you can. And the last one that I want to leave you with here is this is something that came to me because I was on a boat on the water, also had to take some Dramamine every day and it makes me a little weird. So I, I had a lot of thoughts coming up. And the last one that I want to share with you, because I think it's a, a a brilliant idea that we don't realize. We, we all know this. And when I tell you this, you're going to realize it. You're going to know it. But we don't really act on the knowledge. 
And the thing that I want to say is that there's a cost to everything that we do. So many of us, we look at the financial costs or the price of things, but we never think about the cost. We think about the price. For example, you may say, I've had some situations where I had clients say, well, you know, $300 for an aura ring, that's really a lot of money for that. And we don't think, well, what is it costing me to sleep poorly every night? What is that costing you? Because there's a, there's a cost for everything. There's also a cost for making money. I had clients back in Miami Beach who worked 100 hours a week to make the multi-million dollar companies that they have now. There's a cost to that. There's a cost to everything. And I want to talk like personally about the cost, a couple of things that cost me. So what did it cost me to wait 18 years to get certified? Well, I missed out on a lot of cool opportunities that I could have done. I could have made friends diving. I could have had a whole other sort of life or passion outside of martial arts, which was another comfort zone for me, by the way, or exercise with another comfort zone for me. And so I could have had this area where I had another challenge and it's not as hard on my body, but it's also very, it's mentally challenging. You got to keep your cool. You got to handle, you know, it's like you're a Navy SEAL out there a little bit, right? Not really because those guys are next level, but it's a little bit like that because you got to keep your cool head under pressure. And there's so many things that uh, that relates to in life. And another thing was that this was in the background of my mind for so many years. I've called dive shops in Miami, was going to do it, save the money to do it. Something got in the way and I wasn't able to do it. So do I look back and say, yeah, I should have done that? I do. And I want to also talk about another thing. For a long time, another area that cost me. I studied, ended up studying like the online business thing, marketing, sales, online business to get to the point that I am at now, because you can't get here without doing those things. And I knew that, but I was resistant to it. I felt like I should have been attracting clients just because of how knowledgeable I was and how good I was. And the truth was the sales, the marketing, the business actually allowed me to develop a better product, like the coaching groups that I've run, the one-on-one coaching that I've done, basically everything I've done uh, since I started Legendary Life. And in my 20s, I knew I needed to stop going to, I, I needed to get outside of my comfort zone of learning about health and fitness and going to health and fitness seminars and connecting with other health and fitness people and just being stuck in that world because that's what it was. I was stuck. And I needed to make the shift. And it cost me big time to do that. I ended up on making, I could have been making more money, had a more successful business. I could have helped my family more with the money I was making because we went through some really hard times when my, my stepmother died. You know, and this is after, after all this stuff with my brother and all that. And then when my sister, you know, committed suicide, all these things, I could have helped my family more. And I endured so much stress, poor sleep, and feelings of self-worth because I wasn't stepping up to the plate and doing the stuff that I know I needed to do. Really showing up like a professional. Like if you're a fan of Stephen Pressfield, 
great book about showing up, turning pro. It's about being a professional, showing up professionally and doing what you need to do to get things handled. And for me, the cost was great. I was thinking about that, you know, there's a cost to everything that we do. It would have cost me time and money to go learn business. It would have cost me a headache to have to wrap my head around the business ideas because it didn't come naturally, but it cost me even more. And what I want to ask you is, what is an area of life that's costing you? And is this an area that is costing you like the scuba diving situation for me? where, yeah, you're missing out on some cool stuff and it would enrich your life? Or is it more like my business situation where I struggled big time, really tried to leave personal training, tried to leave the health and fitness business to go into medical school? That's how unhappy I was. And to think going to medical school was the answer when I know so many medical doctors who don't do well with their business because they need to learn how to market themselves better, how to provide better customer service, how to create a better customer experience. It's obvious that that wasn't the answer. It was diving deeper into the comfort zone and and going in the wrong direction. So is that thing that you've been putting off more like the scuba diving or is it something that's really costing you big time? Because remember, there's a cost to everything that you do and everything that you decide that you need to do, but decide not to do. And so many excuses we use. Uh, It's not too much money. It's not the right time. I'm not motivated. There's a cost for all of that. There's a cost for not being committed enough to pay the money to go do something. There's a cost for not having the time and prioritizing other things. And there's even a cost for what I've had to do to build my business now. There was a cost that I paid to get certified, but it was worth it, right? The price of it, the cost of time and money was all worth it. And there's a cost to investing in your health, but there's a cost to not investing in your health. So what I want to leave you with now is what is something that you've been putting off in your life? And what is it costing you right now to keep putting it off? What's it really costing you? Take five minutes and really think about it. How is it costing you? Is it costing you financially? Is it costing you health? Is it costing you peace of mind? Is it costing you relationships? Is it costing you, you know, what is it costing you? And then after you figure out what it's really costing you, I want you to make a plan to take action on this thing that you've been putting off. I want you to take action. I want you to commit to taking action. In the next three months, I want you to have done something to move a big step. I mean, of course, this depends on the person, but what what have you been putting off? Is it public speaking? Is it getting marriage counseling? Is it, you know, what is it? Is it something with your health? Is it something with your finances? What is it that you've been putting off because you've been off course? Because it's time to correct. Because if we don't lean into that discomfort and rise up, there's nothing out. There's no food you can eat. There's no movie you can watch. There's no exercise program that you can do either. You can't run away. You can't escape your life. 
You can for a little while, but you always end up there the next morning. So let's make a commitment to take action on this thing that you've been putting off. So that's my challenge to you. That's how I'm going to wrap up. And if you want to share your challenge with me, if this resonated with you, I'd love to hear from you. Hit me up on social media at Ted Rice on Instagram. Hit me up on Facebook. Write me an email. Just go to legendarylightpodcast.com and click the contact button. And let me know if this resonated with you and what you're going to take action on. Because at the end of the day, if you don't take action on this podcast, this is just slightly better than listening to the top 40 best hits. Because, okay, you feel like you're feeding your mind and doing something, but really you're not taking any action on it. So it's just slightly better and really not that much slightly better. Okay. Life is about action. It's about experience. And if you're stuck right now, there's only one way to get out. You can't read a book to do it. You can't listen to a podcast to do it. You can't go out to eat. You can't drink alcohol. You can't watch TV or even go to the movies or even go on vacation and sit there and stuff your face and drink Mai Tais and and, and mojitos. You've got to show up. You've got to lean into that, that discomfort. That's the thought I want to leave you with. Have an amazing weekend and I'll speak to you next time.